Um, so I, I want to look at this this, this Sefer Chinuch over here, the Mitzvah Shluch Hakain. What he deals with, I'm not going to get through all of it. It's a long piece, but I definitely encourage you to try and go through it at some point in time. But he deals with a fascinating idea is specifically about Shluch Hakain, but in general, Chazal over here, spoke about Shluch Hakain, uh, they seem to be grappling with this concept, the Rambam, the Rambam. Um, do we look at mitzvahs that mitzvahs have a reason? Or should we be looking for reasons for mitzvahs? Or, well, obviously, the Sefer Chinuch is obviously the whole Sefer Chinuch. He talks about the concept of there's reasons behind mitzvahs. So, Rashiva used to say, first of all, when we talk about reasons behind the mitzvahs, we really need to clarify that phrase. Um, that um, when we talk about a reason, we use the word tam, 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 and mitzvahs. So the, the, the word tam is also the same word which is used in Lashon HaKadosh to mean a flavor. So when you have, a person eats a food, the reason why the food is beneficial for the person is the nutrients that are in the food, the carbohydrates, the, the various different parts of that, the food which are beneficial. That's true whether, this, whether it has flavor or not. The flavor is the way to make the food go down more easily. Right? When it has a good flavor, I'm more interested in eating it. If, we, if, we, if things would be flavorless, People would die from starvation because they wouldn't be eating, right? Because we, we eat because of, of the tam. But nobody's going to tell you the tam is the eker of the food. It might be the reason why we do the food. At the end of the day, the eker of the food does to your body is independent of the, the flavor totally. It's Rashid used to always say that we talk about tam and mitzvahs. What a mitzvah does is way beyond anything which we can we can under, comprehend. But the Russians created some, the mitzvahs, which that's the purpose of the whole bria. It's more than just your, your logical explanation, etc. But what makes it easier for us to be motivated to do it and to absorb them is the tam, is the, the flavor which we get out of the mitzvah. That's why we use the word tam when we talk about um, mitzvahs. The, the Sefer Chinuch Kamat always, she used to give a, a Mechus Chinuch share on Fridays. And then from that, there was eventually, it's mainly used to give a Sefer Chinuch share for Balabatim uh, on Sundays. Uh, but in the, in the Mitzvah's Chinuch he would talk about the Chinuch as well. He says, you look at the Chinuch, almost every time he gives an explanation for a Mitzvah, why we do a Mitzvah, he adds a Mem. Mishroshe HaMitzvah. What it, me means there are many. This is from them. Huh? You take one of many, you pull out your, from, it comes from huh? there. So I have, I mean, I'm not giving you the reason, I'm giving you one of many reasons. This is, me, from amongst the many reasons, this is an explanation. Why we, uh, why we do this. Uh, specifically by, by the, the Mitzvah of Shiloh HaKain, does Al say, um, Mishnah Megillah, says, if a person says, if a person gets up, and they used to create their own tefillahs. We, we live in a world where our tefillahs are pretty much set out for us. But by, by its mission, there is no Nusach HaTefillah, no standard Nusach HaTefillah. No I, I pointed out one, just, just parenthetically, um, Chodobin Melch was massacred on the concept of saying 100 brachas a day. The Nusach of brachas was not, it stood until the Anshakasakadarlo, which was five, almost 500 years later. So, so Dabin Melch is saying you should have 100 brachas a day. There was no Nusach of brachas. Yeah. So, what that meant was that 100 times a day you would have to, you would have to compose a bracha to Hashem. What does Hashem want from you? I'll take a mile and make it. 
that the, the word ma is, is the same as saying 100. How do you, you want to get your shamayim? Say 100 brachos a day. Of course. If you would have to stop, stop every single day, 100 times a day, you come up with your own thought of how you want to thank Hashem and give him a bracha, you have a lot of your shamayim. You take the bracha, you say in the center, that's hard to say that gives you your shamayim. Like, you know, like, I'm not sure what you're saying. But the original takana was like, it was an extraordinary takana that the person would say, he would compose 100 brachas a day. Um, that's, that was parenthetical. But, but says, but, so the, the Mishnah says, which possibly would be a, a holdover from the Mishnahis, a person would create, compose a tefillah, and the tefillah would say that Hashem, the same way you had Rachmanis and the, 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 the bird over here, that you shouldn't take the burden with the mother with the child, you should also have Rachmanus on us. So the person, that's the feeling the person composes. So the Mishnah says, the Lachas, we, 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 we stop the person from the tefillah, and we're shasa, we, 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 we shut him down in the, such a, in the middle of that tefillah, we stop him. Why? Because he's making, Kodesh Baruch Hu's Midas, Rachmanus, He's making Hashem's Midas, our Rachmanus. And really, all they are is just Hashem's commands. And there's a similar medrash uh, in the Vika Rabbah that there's a Kosh Baruch Hu, my equal to the Kosh Baruch Hu, whether you shaft from the neck or from the back. Ella, the mitzvah to give him the Tsar of Hesabrius to, to, to purify us. Things to work on. You got to do it. Doesn't make a difference. Doesn't really make a difference how you do it with front, back. Doesn't make a difference, the medrash says. So it sounds like there's no reasons for mitzvahs. It's just the Russian said. The Malach says to do, you do, you know. Well, excuse me, King. Can you explain to me why you suggested this? You know, we don't live in the world of kings, you know, so, you know. But if you live in the world of the kings, that wasn't a healthy question. Uh, sometimes I guess you've got him in a good mood and you'll, he's like, like you, you get away with it. But if not, you're putting your life on the line by asking such a question. Like, I said so. Like, that, that's it. Like, that's the end of the conversation. So I, I come to Russia and I said, listen, Russia, you know, I know you're, you know, you, you know, like, you know, you and, you know, we're, we're tight, you know, like, you know, like, can you please explain to me why you're doing this? Because I said so. Like, Russia runs the world. Like, you know, that's the matter sounds like. On the other hand, the Sefer Kinnuch is going to dress, and Oban, Ramam, says, I mean, we find all the places in Makaras, it seems the Chazal did talk about the concept of lessons from the mitzvahs and messages, etc. So that's what he's going to, the Sefer Kinnuch is grappling with. So it's, um, Taking it one step further, though, uh, when we, if you accept that there's a concept called Tame and Mitzvah, there are, as the word, the Russian is, is, is giving us a re, ideas from the Mitzvah to, to, to teach us how to think and what, what to do, and it's supposed to just saying, I, I said so, and that's it. Um, how precise does that have to be? So, uh, I learn any any mitzvah which we have, there are multiple, multiple, multiple halachas. So I say, well, you know, I think the message of this mitzvah is, and the, the idea behind this mitzvah is X. Um, that fits 85% of the halachas, makes sense based on that logic. But 50% don't make sense. Is that a, is that a valid message? Because like, it sort of fits, you know, it's like, you know, sort of, or you know, it, has to, it has to fit every single detail, it has to be precise. If you want to say this is the message of the mitzvah, that has to be precise. It's not precise. How can be the message of the mitzvah? Right? So that's a, a second, you know, a second issue. Um, and the third issue is, even if we accept there's a concept of tamei mitzvahs and there's different, right? 
Should we do mitzvahs with that thought in mind? Maybe maybe it's better to do mitzvahs because the king said so. Right. So that's all that's all we want to try and touch on tonight. Um, so he said like this: Mishoshe mitzvah lo says the beinu shashkachas akel yibaruchu al briyosav min haodam beprat. The Russian oversees him, has his eyes out to take care of the world, human beings individually. Um, the Russian maintains the species. He doesn't have Russian doesn't have a specific interest. Dafka. Now, the way Rudesha's master with this piece, Russian created the world for man. He didn't create the world for Elsie. Nothing personal. Elsie, right? Elsie the cow, right? Elsie. Elsie. Ever Elsie the cow? My gosh. Oh. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, Elmer the cow. No. Um, but there was an Elmer. I, there was. There was what? There was, there was an Elmer. They yeah. Glue. Yeah, the man with the glue. Yeah. That was a horse. <laughs> no, Elmer was a horse, right? Okay. That was the horse. The man was. Okay. Anyway, um, that was glue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I listen. I was supposed to be a comedian. I ended up being a rabbi. So, but like, you know, just you know. Anyway. Um, so. Without you, I'm supposed to know these things. What? Without you, I'm supposed no, to yeah, know these yeah, things. No, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm two generations before you, so just don't worry about it. Anyway, um, but as much as Elsie belongs to 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 a human being, and the, the, the her whatever happens to her will affect this human being, so then there's Hashkacha Protis, because that's affecting human being. But... We have Elsie roaming the roaming the the, the, the wilds of northern Canada. Doesn't you know? Well, she's living in that. It's not the Russian doesn't have a specific interest in that. He wants the mint to exist, so he makes sure there's enough of the mint that the species seems to exist. If he doesn't want the thing, he says it would exist. But that's not the sheet of the Kindle. Now that's this is a big. This is totally not the topic, right? Uh, but you know, so I, I don't want to get involved in this this, this side issue. Is Ashkara Protis and you know, and everything, and there's a, the but the Hasidim is a big thing. There's most of Hashkacha Pratis even on on the animals. There's a there's a Balshemtiv says the Bershem has Hashkacha Pratis and every single worm which which uh, goes wherever it goes, the Bershem is been you know running that. Now, so there's a, there's a song about 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 the, the person watching this leaf falling off the tree, and the purpose of the leaf was to cover the worm because the worm was cold. You know, see the show. Yiddish, song. So, anyway, that's not where we're going. How's it go? What? How's it go? <laughs> <laughs> so we don't believe there's a comedian. <laughs> what? Comedian, not singer. <laughs> so I would sing a talk. Be very funny. <laughs> okay. But but the human being. The Russian wants the, the species to exist. The, the species continue to exist. That the Russian wants to maintain will be maintained. The Russian thinks about, the human being thinks about this concept. You see that, there's, that these, these species still exist. That is a message of how much the Russian is involved in taking care of the world. 
um, um, so person doesn't take the mother with the child. So he's, that's, that's, that's a key, according to the way that he's understanding, that's a min. You destroy the mother with the child at the same time, so that's total destruction. There's nothing left. Right? If you if you take if, if if you take the children and leave the mother, the mother can produce more. So there still is a kiyamamin. If you're careful about that, Russian will mita kanagamita do the same for you. And that's shot the that's on the medrash shadam zechel abonim biyaskar mitzazu. That a person who does shluchakein is it's a schooler for having children. So, which that, which that's that's quite a good do with the good thing, that um, that uh, a couple of having difficult having children doing shluchah kenes at school. Uh, we 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 were married. So you know, when we got married, our apartment had we had window units. So you have the window units. So there's this, there's like a space next to the with the window the, the air conditioner. In the window, which is like sort of uh, nice, so we're married three or four years, and no kids yet, whatever. So one day I noticed that there's like a lot of bugs in the, in the apartment, more than usual. Um, I realized that there was a, there was a nest. The bird had made a nest in that well between the, the, the air conditioner and the and the and the, and the, wind, the window jam. Like there was the well, there was a nest there w- with eggs, with a bird sitting on it. The person like sent you came into my bedroom. And I, I, I did show came once. I remember one time in you know in the Carl Apartments in Cleveland, like you know, so like, you know, it was a second floor window, the same type of situation. But the second, floor, I had to do it from a ladder outside, and I, I had the whole like the whole neighborhood, all the kids watching, you know, like doing you know, again, you know. This one like was like done done the privacy in my bedroom. Um. So that that's a, you know, talk about people in school. This is a chazal. It's not like you know, it's like you know, you found some rabbi. Sitting on some island, writing new schoolers, right? This is like there's a new school every single day about you, know, you do X, you give, give stock to this, and then you can become, you know, this is a gazelle. Anyway, so that's me the meet it. Now, from this thought process, it's not all the person feels bad for birds, and that's the purpose. So he's merciful, doesn't care. He's not merciful. That's not true. We know Shem is called Rachel. And 
Chazal say, Ma'akadosh Baruch Rachum. You should also be Merachet. The point is that, that the, the reason for this mitzvah we have an inclination to be, be merciful. You know, if you really cared about, the, you really have a mercy on the animals, you shouldn't be shechting animals. You mean like, you should be vegetarians. I mean, I, I'm, I haven't read out why they, they don't mind being mean to the, the potatoes yet. I mean, eating potatoes is not very nice to the potatoes. But, but um, the, the, it's the, brush, it's the brush feels bad for the birds. You know, she's okay, you know. I let, I let the Jews shech them, but at least, you know, at least you shouldn't shech them other than the the same day. Like, you really think that's the point? Right? That's not the point. He says, but we're not saying the Bershom doesn't have a meat of rachamim. When the Bershom gave this mitzvah, he wanted to give us a message. The message is not necessarily rachmonis. It might be something else. Okay. Rambanzal, next paragraph. Animals have tremendous care and concern for their children. The maternal instinct belongs to the animal just like it belongs to human beings. When the animal sees its child in danger, the animal is and it has emotional pain just like human being does. That's what the Ramban says. So that to take the child in front of the mother is painful for the mother. So that's why we don't do it. That sounds like this, this is the point of Rachamim. The purpose of the mitzvah is Rachamim, which Marsh says not like that. So the Ramban asked the question on himself. This is the Ramban talking. The Ramban is calling the Ramban. Don't ask me, because I'll say, not like me. The Ramam says like this. The Ramam answers by saying, that's the opinion that there's no reason for mitzvahs. Now, he doesn't think there's no reason for mitzvahs. The Bershom didn't stop and put together a jumble bumble of different stupid ideas, make us do that, because he likes making us do hard. The Bershom has reasons. But, Do you really think human mind can comprehend the Bershom's reasons? Really? I know why God doing something. I, I, you know, I have this person. Whenever something happens, right? She knows exactly why Hashem made this happen right now. This is the Hashem's message. And it's fascinating. I mean, like, I don't know. Wow. Navua, I understand. Through Navua, you can know what Hashem is saying. Without Navua, right? I know exactly what Hashem is saying. So this is the famous question. There's a constant miracle. Mita kenegamita. The more talks about that this happened because of this, that because of this, etc. Chazanish is on record that he says we don't have such a concept nowadays. We're not holding on the madriga to be able to to be mafkin why Hashem does something. We can get a general concept that Hashem does something because we reward Einish. He has cheshbonos. I don't know why Hashem is doing something. Is it appropriate to ponder why? Well, get that's. We're, 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 Sorry. We're, 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 <laughs> 
right? It's a fair question, right? So Rashi Rav Chaim used to tell us that, um, like, the person, you know, well, I know there's a Sora. Ah, we know why. It's because, you know, it's because the shetels are too long, because the shetels are too short, because the shetels are this, the shetels are that, because people say Lashon Hara. That's why it happens. Really? Like, how do you know why Hashem did something? Right? I thought you were talking about why we have mitzvahs, not why Hashem does something. I, 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 now I'm getting there. So the same way the human mind can't comprehend why Hashem, run, how, how Hashem runs the world. I don't know why Hashem runs the world again. You know. Why the Rishim make so-and-so the president? Right? So Rishim uses their Bechir and their, makes that person the president, the, the prime minister, whatever. And then things happen. The Rishim has his Cheshbonus. I'm not saying the person will get off the hook for their decisions. That's between them and the Kodesh But the Rishim's plan for the world is, they're not, they're not thwarting his plan for the world. He has a plan. I have no idea what it is. Because I look at this, like, my, my gosh, the world looks like a mess as far as I'm concerned, right? Sometimes. But I'm not doubting the Russian has a plan. I just don't know what it is. Right? So the idea of being able to, to touch up why Hashem does something is obviously is difficult. So mitzvahs, which are the whole, that's, that's the Torah, which the whole, they came before the Bria. You, think I'm, you really think I'm going to understand what that's about, why Hashem does something? So the Shabbat says, in, in Talmud, it's not just the Kodesh Barashim has a reason. But we don't understand the reason. And that, um, so Rabban, that's, that's the Ramah Mysterious. I skipped down about five lines. Rabban Zaltiritz, Akushis, Beer, Hinyan, Beer, Shalom, Menechma. The Rabban explains differently. The Rama says, no, we pass in like the opinion that the Mitzvah have a time. So the Ramban, it makes sense. There's clearly benefit for the human being besides the Ruach. The Merchazal say, certain Mitzvah, the Russians didn't explain, the, did not, didn't reveal the reason. Etc. Paparaduma, that was, a, that was a concept which it was beyond. It was diff- that 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 was not shocked to, to comprehend. They, they did comprehend. Okay. Um, skip down about nine lines up. Avo, elu. That's the word. Last word of the line is the word elu. So, so Chazal, the Rambam says we pass on all the mitzvahs have, have have reasons, and but there's Chazal's mashal like that. So Rambam had this kasha. So the Rambam have a terrace. It's a whole. That's a whole different point. The Bereshit doesn't give. Because he feels bad for birds. And when you're nice to the birds, he feels better. He has a need to feel good. And I'm fulfilling his need by taking care of the birds for him. It's not, it, we're not benefiting Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's not the point. I will tell us, but Adam, the purpose is for us. The Milliman of Nezik, it's to teach us a lesson. We, we, stay away from a certain type of attitude. A certain type of mida, certain type of hashkafa. 
That's what Russian wants. That's that's the Russian's real interest. So Russian wants us to learn to be Rachamonim. It's not because he has a need for the birds to be taken care of. He has a need for us to be nice, and therefore he gave us mitzvahs to make to make make the bird take care of the birds. So the the, the mitzvah is about Rachamonis, but the Rachamonis is not Hashem being being merciful on the birds. It's about Hashem caring about us that we should be merciful people. That's the point of what the Chazal were saying. Okay. Shall be pure. When a person purifies the the the, the, the so he's he's going because I'll say that the, the mitzvahs were given as a breeze to purify us. What's the purify? How, what are you doing when you purify? You're you're removing the, the negative things. So Rishon gave us mitzvahs which stretch our a different midos tovus. Muscles that we that we have, and that's mechazik, that, and that's the purpose of the mitzvahs. And that's the pshat. Um, the Yom says, "Kimayich was like the Kodesh Baruch Hu, being shaykhet behemo, the oichol, the noichet oichol, shechting, and and you eat, um, or you rip out its neck, and you eat. Is there any difference? Rashi gave mitzvahs to servants of Brihus." He says, "What does that mean? That doesn't mean that one way is not, is, isn't a better lesson of how to be knowing than the other. It's that the Bereshit doesn't have a need one way or the other. He has a need for us to be people which 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 are, which have midas So he gave us mitzvahs to train us to kill the animal in the most humane way. So we learn to be sensitive. I was once um, going to see Shkita." In um, in Baltimore, there's two there's two shkita places in Baltimore. So one of them is the shaker. There's a person named Ramati Abramson. So Ramati Abramson is, is a wonderful wonderful yid. So he, I have to tell you, he, his chalif is one of the nicest chalafim I've ever seen. Like it's so perfect. It's such a beautiful chalif. And I mean, it's smooth. It's perfect. There's no nicks. It's like it, it feels like you you have this knife about yay long. But yay high, sharp like anything. It feels like you're touching butter. It's how smooth it is. It's like silk. The perfect chalav. So he was shechting. Um, I was watching, and the USDA inspector came in, and you know, the one there was two, two, two of them came in. One of them was a regular inspector. One of them was an inspector. He'd never seen kosher kill, as he called it before. It's like, Ugh. you know. <laughs> So this fellow looks at Rabbi Ramati's chalif. It has to be wider than the neck of the neck of the animal. You have these bulls, which are like the neck is like this big. The chalif is it's a gigantic chalif, right? And he looks at it and says, "That's a nice knife." That's what the guy says. And Ramati says, "It's a job." I don't enjoy killing animals, and I have different tools of instruments of, you know, hunting and killing. Uh-huh. That's not why I do this. I do it because it's, it's, it's a responsibility that the zebra needs to have meat, and I'm providing meat for them. I'm not into killing things. It was such a fascinating conversation. Like it, was, it took all of thirty seconds, but it was like two different world world views in a thirty second span. That. The Russian gave us. We we, ha, we we are allowed to eat meat. We're allowed to take use the animals for purpose. We're allowed to 
we do it in a humane way, but it doesn't make us the killers, hunters, who hunt for sport to run down an animal. Like, like what's fun about that? You know, like it's the weirdest thing, right? Like, and, and we have a, and then you have people on the other end of the spectrum, like you know, the animals, you know, is is so dear to them, it's like, it's become, you know, the weirdest thing. What? The weirdest thing. Right. So, the point that the Ramban is saying is the Barsham doesn't have a need for animals to be one way or the other. The Barsham created the world, he could have created the world, animals go one way, animals go the other way. He cares about us. And because he cares about us, he wants us to be human beings with sensitivity, Christ, with, 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 which are elevated. He gave us mitzvahs to purify us by teaching us certain lessons. So now the next question is a fascinating question. So, so how perfect does the time have to be? So Hirsch is very clear on record that the, the time has to be perfect. So he would, when any time he would give it, explain in his spiritual Chumash or in Chorev or in the Nineteen Letters in the, the 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 in Volume Three of the Collected Writings. The, the volume three of the Kaddish is, is dedicated to the concept of symbolisms in the Torah. The idea that the mitzvahs represent something. See, he, he presents very clear, in a, in a large amount of pages, that for it to be true, it has to fit every single detail. So it's only shy to, to explain a time of a mitzvah if you first learn the mitzvah perfectly, you learn all of the halachas, and then you say an explanation which fits every single detail. That could be the message Russia was trying to give you. Raman disagrees. Raman that Maranabuchim explains, and he argues, without quite mentioning the Raman, he argues the Raman in some place. Raman and Maranabuchim, part of what he explained, he explained the Talmud Mitzvahs, explained reasons for behind Mitzvahs. There's, they're, they're not perfect. They don't fit well, some of them. You know, they, they, the basic idea, but they, they if that were the good reason, this, this, uh, this halacha wouldn't be true. You know, it, it, it sounds sloppy, you know. Let's shut the Rambam. So I once uh, heard this from Rabbi Sil Miller. Rabbi Victor Miller Zitzal has a nephew, Rabbi Sil Miller. Used to be a rabbi in Pittsburgh. Now he's in Calgary. Um, so he published this essay in, in, in one of his sworn that the way the Rambam is saying is, is if the natural instinct of the person, when they see this, that we say, oh, that reminds me of this concept, that's good enough. That's the point, is it teaches a lesson. It has to fit every single detail. You're getting stuck in, the I want to figure out exactly what God meant. That's going to be very hard. That's not the point. The point is, I get a message, because that's what Russia wants to do. He wants to use the message as a vehicle to give me a message. So this message gave me a message. So I say, Shkita teaches me Rachmanus. Right? Teaches me being sensitive to, to the animal. It's humane, etc. I learned there's a certain Allah, certain scenarios where Shita doesn't require, that's not the reason anymore. I still relate to Shita as being something which is a sensitivity towards the, the pain of an animal. It's an extremely humane type of slaughter. Right? It still has to be a certain framework to get, that, to, get to that message, also. I mean, it can. Is, uh... If, uh, yes. But the point is, if, if the natural instinct of the person is when you read that, you sort of associate this 
you, you, you read the mitzvah, you do the mitzvah, you see the mitzvah, you associate that with it, that's enough to get the, get the accomplish the purpose of Rosh Hashanah for that. That's what he suggests of Shat in the Rambam. Okay, last point. Um, which this is, so I, I, this is a conversation actually I think was last Sukkot. Um, 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 when a person does the mitzvah, should this, should this be what they're thinking? So we know there's a concept called mitzvah srikos kavana. Mitzvah kavana means that a person should do the mitzvah. The Rosh Hashanah says, or Kaim Simen Samach. That's what the Shukhanar brings down the discussion of the Mitzvah Shikhas Kavana. We pass in the Mitzvah Shikhas Kavana. He says, you have to think two words, the Shei Mitzvah. Mitzvah Kavana requires thinking two words. I'm doing it because the Shem said so. Mitzvah Shikhas Kavana. That's what it means. That's the Kavana you have to have. So you don't have to have any Kavana deep explanation, deep thing. He says that. So that seems maybe, maybe it's very, you should have all those other Kavanas. Yes and no. Right. How so? A person joins the army, um, and the so first step is they, that they, they put him through basic training. Right? I've said this much before, right? Many times. Many times right? <laughs> so I just, um, but it, it's right. It's why we directly get to this piece over here, so I can't. I, <laughs> I will tell you, it's an interesting thing. Rashiba would say over the same ideas, the same stories. Again and again, with the same inflection, with the same words, without any apology. And it used to drive me crazy. Like, you know, like you can't get any new stories. Like, you know, no new stories. And like at least, in, you know, sound like you're saying, like the first time you're telling this story, I've heard this story. It's coming out of my ears, you know. As I got older, I realized that I can tell you the stories in my sleep. I heard them so many times, and they went in exactly the same way every time. They became part of who I am. So there's a mile of the repetition. I have a, a, mentor, a mentor from Tells, Rebaron Stein, Rebari Stein. He says, Shabbos Suda by him, each parsha, it's the same vertuch every year. For the last 20 years, 30 years. These kids hear the, hear the same word every single year. And Parshas Kisaitse, this is the word Parshas Kisaitse. So it sounds like not very exciting, but after a while, the message goes in that this is the lesson <laughs> I want you to learn in Parshas Kisaitse. And you hear it again and again and again and again. It starts going in. It's not a bad thing to repeat. It's boring sometimes, but it's not bad. Not. Uh, what? I'm not complaining. No, it's just a head of dips to discuss that point. So a person joins the army, right? So he goes to basic training. So the guy never learned, the guy never sh- shot a gun in his life. So we get him into basic training. He has to learn how to use a gun. So we explain to him the different parts of the gun. We get him used to how to hold the gun, safety, all that, etc. And we start training him how to use a gun. And he gets very good at using a gun. There's two things we're training him during basic training. One of them is how to use a gun, how to shoot. The second one is the shoot on command. When the war, when they're in the middle of the battlefield, and the commander says shoot, I says maybe yeah, maybe no. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I keep thinking why we do this. Like, what's the reason behind the mitzvah? It's a command. That's what the word command means. 
I said shoot, shoot. Right? If, you, if, if a person does it well, what happens is that the human being, a certain, the, 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 the soldier, is an extension of the commanding officer. The commanding officer's mind and words are being expressed in the soldier's actions. So there's a moment of connection of the mind of the commander and the action of the commandee at that moment. When we do a mitzvah, because the Bershom said so, what we're doing is being mavatal, our being to Kodesh Baruch Hu. We're an extension of Kodesh Baruch Hu at that moment. That's what means to do a mitzvah, the Shei Mitzvah. You become almost an extension of a Our hand is the hand of a Kodesh Baruch Hu doing it. So that's a Hebrew which you can't, you can't get in a certain sense when you're busy trying to explain why. Before you do the mitzvah, after you do the mitzvah, right? you want to sit and say, what lessons did I learn, etc. Okay, I get it. Bishas doing the mitzvah. You're doing this because Hashem said so. That's what the Rosh Hashanah is saying. And Adarab, that, that, that is a tremendous madrega of kiyum. Because it's, that's what it means that, we, that through mitzvahs we become connected to the Kodesh Baruch If I do mitzvahs because I think the, the, the reasons, and I like the reasons, let's say a guy goes, he loves shooting. He, his dream of life was he wanted to always shoot a gun. Like, you know, but you, know, you can't go around shooting a gun. He goes to the army, you get to shoot the gun all the time. It's like, wow, this is great, you know. He loves shooting. He's not there. He's not. He's not a good soldier. He's not. A, he's not acting as the, as as what a soldier is supposed to do, which is supposed to be following the directives of his of his commanding officer and doing exactly. He's doing because he wants to do it. Meanwhile, they happen to be on the same page. Baruch Hashem, they're both agreeing. Right? What, what do you do with one day the soldiers are not in the mood of shooting? You know, enough of the shooting stuff. Now, what do you do? He's not a soldier. He's independent contractor, right? So, we're not here to be independent contractors. We're here to be the Russians' soldiers in that sense. That's what that's what the that's the point that the that the uh, uh, the Orach Hashulchan is saying. Should you think about it? So the Rambam Rabbi, said, "Of course, you're supposed to think about it because the Russian gave it because he wants to give a message. So the Russian wants you to use your mind to figure out the message." Now the Russian could have made the world not like that. He, did, he could have, but he didn't. He made our minds click with the Torah. I once had this conversation, and I had a conversation about Shuvah, not about Shuvah, he wasn't about Shuvah yet, um, that, like, I'm sure why you need Torah, like, you know, there's so many, there's such a clear inclination towards good and man, and so what's good, what's not good, etc. Like, you know, you have a, you have people get what's right, right and wrong, etc. So I asked them, why do people get that? Where do they come from? Right? It's not logical, some of it. Is it. Instinct would say, like, you know, pre- preser- self-preservation, survival of the fittest. Altruism is ridiculous. Right? It's not logical. So where do they come from? Why do we, right? however we live our lives, there are, I mean, there are yeshidim like that, but most people, right, when they get up to, to give a, a, a praise, they say, and he was such a nice guy. He was such a mean, he was so geschwat. It's not usually the drush that they say, you know, by, by the, when, they, when they give him, the, give him the, 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 the actor, you know. The guy talking was a meanie, but we find one time he was nice to say, just say the guy was, the guy was, mama, she was an evil guy, and it was so great. Uh, now, by, by, by the Nazis, that's how they held. They were very insulted if you said you were nice. Right? 
Pearl Bennish in her book, uh, the, to Vanquish the Dragon, she says a story one time that, that she one time said to one of the, the Nazis, like, you seem to be a little bit nicer than the other ones, like, you know, that he was nicer than the other ones. And he was so angry, he shot, went and shot a, shot a Jewish child because she insulted him that he's nice. By them, cruel was godless. But that's, you know, but the average human being, where did they come from? Because Russia made the nature of man that they, we stick we with the Torah. A mullah doesn't stick with the Torah. It's the male of the nature of them is cruel is good. Right? But the average human being thinks Rachmanus is good because the Russian said the Torah ter- Rachmanus is good. So he made human beings to think like that. We we click, the mind clicks. The, 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 the Ramchal and his Akdama to Darach Yitzchayim. No. The Ramchal and Darach Yitzchayim, which is Akdama to Yitzchayim, say that better. The Ramchal tells, you know, from the Rizal, Yitzchayim, the Ramchal wrote a Akdama called Darach Yitzchayim. So he says, the Bershom made the nature of the human mind that it should comprehend Torah. Because the Bershom gave us a mitzvah to learn Torah. So, if the Bershom gave a mitzvah to learn Torah, it makes sense that if you have an action to do, and you're given a tool, the tool should work well with, the, with what you're supposed to do. So the mind should understand Torah. So every time we learn Torah, and we don't, the mind doesn't understand Torah, it's a question, why not? He says, the you know, this, this, this is a Hakdama to Kabbalah Saver, because there's a klipa which prevents you, you know, whatever the answer is, right? You know, right? But he, he's got a kasha. What do you mean you don't understand a piece of Torah? The mind is the Russian, what's the Russian game is a bit to learn Torah, the Russian wants your mind to fit. Fascinating idea. That's why we think like that. So the Russian gave us a cleave to tr- get the message that the Torah is giving. We should use that cleave, of course. But that doesn't mean b'shas ma'isi do the mitzvah. In a certain sense, you're taking it to become your decision of right and wrong, and what's good and bad. I like that idea. If I'm doing it, it's not why you're doing it. You're doing it because, because as a human being, you understand how puny you are in front of the Kodesh and He said so. You follow His commands. And what lessons does He have? They want you to take out of it. These are the lessons which you take out of it. Okay.